0: We're also brought to you by PrizePix. Picks. PrizePix Picks is DFS, simply picking your favorite player over and unders. Head over to prizepix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up today to bet against your friends and join the special betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app, your home, for all of our free picks and podcasts. You have trudged your way through 13 weeks of just fantasy football bliss or hell, depending on what your situation is. But you find yourself now in the fantasy football playoffs. Good on you. Or maybe you have a week to wait. I don't know. Most of you guys are probably heading toward the fantasy football playoffs. If you're in the Scott Fish Bowl, you definitely are heading to the Fantasy Football Playoffs, unless you're not, which I'm sorry. Uh, but anyways, you're going to need some help heading into the Fantasy Football Playoffs because there's still a lot to navigate. As if this season has not given us enough already to navigate, Week 14 still has bye week still has stuff to take into account as we head into the playoffs, and so that is why I have brought in Justin Herrera. He is a—I I love his his Twitter handle because he's a wannabe sports writer. Like that's that's the most beautiful part of this. He's the co-host of Dynasty Brews podcast, contributor to Dynasty Nerds, uh, Belly Up Fantasy, and a writer for Fantasy Pros. Justin, welcome to the show. And as we just found out offline, a fellow Northern California uh, boy through and through.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely NorCal till I die. Um, thank you for having me on, Rod. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I go on Twitter to kind of just interact with everybody and interact with the community, but I sometimes I make some mistakes. And wanna burr.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, but that is so perfect because it's exactly the 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 actual uh message you want to convey. So uh I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, so Justin's coming on. We are going to talk about potential fantasy playoff heroes. Some people call them sleepers. I like to call them heroes in the making because uh, sleeper is such an overused term. Uh, but these are guys that could come to the rescue uh, or not. I mean, look, this is this is why we're here to parse this out. All these names are being tossed around for week 14 because, again, there are uh, teams on a buy. And we need to start figuring out who we're going to play uh, in, in those situations and of course these guys could come to the to the aid uh i will explain the the way the show runs to justin and if you're a brand new listener because of justin uh welcome uh the way this show works is we're going to load three minutes on the clock and so once those three minutes are are done we'll move on to the next player but uh when you hear the ticking clock of a ticking clock that means it's time to move on Uh, or it's 30 seconds left to uh till the three minutes is up and then when you hear this that means time is up we move on to the next and uh, and continue to go on until the tenor are done. So, um, Justin, man, I'm super excited. Are you? How are you doing in your fantasy football uh, leagues right now?
1: So, I actually had my first week of playoffs last week in one of these uh, leagues. Wow. I'm in a 60-man bracket league. And so, it cut down to 32. And I was lucky enough to make the cut to 16. So, now I am in... The proverbial sweet sixteen of this league, which is pretty cool because the winner gets a thousand bucks and a you know representative title belt, Ooh. which I am looking forward to bringing home. Heck yeah! Nice, <laughs> nice, nice.
0: Well then, hopefully, hopefully you can find some answers, which you've probably already found them. But you know, you're moving on to the next week. Here are some uh, some folks to keep an eye on. So, uh, all right, Justin, are you ready to rumble? Let's let's get this going.
1: Let's go, Rod. All let's right, go! I Put on the goes. clock.
0: <laughs> Three minutes on the clock, we begin with a guy that, oh my God, look, I, I have been so resonant to actually endorse him, but for whatever reason, Taysom Hill has found his way slithering into the conversation once more, uh, and and not for bad reason either. He's actually somebody where he could very well serve you in a playoff matchup, as icky as it is to say, but Justin, uh, what are we thinking about Taysom Hill? Like, What do you feel about Taysom Hill going into week 14?
1: I think that anybody who's got any room on their superflex teams will love Taysom Hill, right? I mean, we're all about the superflex nowadays, so you know you got to get somebody who can plug and play. And this week's matchup is absolutely juicy. If you're looking to get in the playoffs, play Taysom Hill. If you're looking to win round one of the playoffs, play Taysom Hill. Somehow get your hands on this man because he is going to wreck shot this week. Everything afterwards, I'm like, all right, he's a good QB too. But this week, I mean, I'm I'm even considering him in a lot of my home leagues as a QB one.
0: Well, and here's the thing too. So the Carson Wentz on a buy, Tua on a buy, Mac Jones on mm-hmm. a buy. Uh, obviously Jalen Hurts on a buy. So those are four quarterbacks right off the bat that you are going to be without, and you probably were starting. I mean, I know a lot of people were starting uh, Jalen. Obviously, Mac Jones has been doing well. Carson Wentz, I know, especially in a super flex league, like you said. So you're looking to replace one of those guys. And look, Taysom Hill, he's available in almost 70% uh, 70 of leagues out there in ESPN and Yahoo. So chances are he's on the waiver wire right now.
1: Yeah. And I guarantee you, he's not going to stay there in any of your prime time, like leagues with money on the line. He's not going to stay there. Guys, everybody knows who Taysom Hill is. He is a downgrade of Lamar Jackson, but he can do most of the same things as Lamar Jackson. He can run the ball really well. He gets goal line carries. He's been doing this for a couple years in Sean Payton's offense. Sean Payton somehow finds an affinity for this guy. He loves him so much. He gives him the ball in key situations. He trusts him a lot. This is a guy who, you know, last week had two touchdowns, four interceptions, and still had a relevant game, right? unless you were in Scott Fishbowl where interceptions matter, Ooh. he had a relevant game.
0: Yeah, and he did too. That's the thing. Like He rushed for, what, over 100 yards himself. Now, look, I don't know that they're going to uh, do that against the Jets, but the Jets quarterbacks uh, are going against Jets quarterbacks. I mean, Jalen Hurts last uh, last week threw 242 yards. I'm sorry, Gardner Minshew threw 242 Gardner
1: yards. Minchu. Yeah, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> threw 244
0: <laughs> oh, yards and two touchdowns man. against these doggone Jets. So, I mean, I'm telling you right now, uh, it's, it's going to be a bloodbath and Taysom Hill is actually going to be on the winning side of this. So you're right. If you're trying to get it into the playoffs, Taysom Hill is your man. If you are in round one and missing one of those four quarterbacks, how crazy it to say Justin, Taysom Hill's your man.
1: Uh, I, I wouldn't ever say it unless I needed
0: it. <laughs> but if you're in need, if you're in
1: need guys. Taysom Hill is your man. Like Rod said, <sighs> Taysom Hill, man.
0: Unbelievable. I can't even, I can't, I don't know. I feel yucky just even thinking about it. Uh, but maybe not as yucky as I feel about the next guy that we're gonna talk about. This is another quarterback possibility for you. If you're missing one of those four and you miss out on Taysom Hill, uh, because Teddy Bridgewater, believe it or not, is out there in, well, okay, I believe it, but uh, almost 80% of both Yahoo and ESPN leagues uh, coming off of not necessarily the most impressive day against the Chiefs, uh, but he's going against the Lions this week. So Teddy Bridgewater against the Lions could be one of those quarterbacks that you're looking at uh, for a week 14 relief, I guess. But again, I don't know that I feel good about it. Justin, what do you feel?
1: So, Teddy B kind of fits into a category that is, for me, I call him. He's not gonna, he's not gonna full on screw you this week, but he's just not gonna put you over. You love the matchup, right? Detroit. That's just, oh my god, it's a feast. That defense is not good, but Teddy. Bridgewater, I don't think he's thrown for more than two touchdowns in any game this year. And then when you look at it, he's only had like one or two, maybe three, 300-yard games. And they didn't always correlate with two touchdown games, too. So this guy is a guy who's not going to butcher you in fantasy, but he's not going to put you over. Rod, I'm a very bold guy. I don't like to just be safe. If I'm going to beat you, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you real good. <laughs> and if I'm going to lose, I'm going to go out on my horse, man. I'm going to go out playing Dak Prescott against the Buccaneers or against the Bills, whatever. Teddy B does not sit it for me, but I completely understand if you need the win this week and you just don't want somebody to ruin it, I mean, I don't think Teddy Bree's is going to ruin it for you.
0: So I'm looking to, and if, if you're already playing Tua and look, this is again, more of a super flex situation, because I don't know that you're playing Tua as a starter in a single quarterback league, but if you're looking for a, a super flex player, uh, Tua's numbers are a little bit the same as Teddy Bridgewater last week against the Giants, or I'm sorry, two weeks. Yeah. Last week against yeah. the Giants, uh, Tua had 17.9 fantasy points. Uh, you know, uh, Teddy was only three points off of that. The week before that, Tua had 13. Teddy had 16. So if you're looking to slide somebody comparable in to Tua, uh, that may be your situation as well. But yeah, I don't know. I know Bridgewater is one of those names that's floating out there, but I'm not sure, especially in a one-quarterback league, that this is your answer as a streamer uh, for this week. I would take Taysom, obviously, over Teddy.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like game script-wise, it's a Javante Williams-type game, right? Like... Run it all day long. Don't even give the Lions a breath. Just you know, I, I don't know. In game script type games, sometimes these quarterbacks don't really like prove themselves yeah. to be worth uh, the play.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and it, look. So Kirk Cousins threw for three hundred forty yards against Lions uh, last week. Dalton threw for three seventeen. But other than that, like the only other one that's done it is Stafford that's went over three hundred yards. So, or I'm sorry. And and uh, Garoppolo in Week One. Lest we forget that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's not like the quarterbacks have been torching, torching the Lions. I say that with reserve because there have been a few big games. But um, yeah, as of late, rather early in the season. Yeah. But as of late, they tighten up. Uh, so Teddy Bridgewater, if you have been debating whether or not to, to go with Teddy Bridgewater, I think the consensus that Justin and I have come up with is probably not unless you're trying to look for maybe a two replacement in a super flex league.
1: Yeah. Super flex, Totally understandable. Yeah.
0: Um, I'll, somebody I would take over Teddy Bridgewater at this point actually is the next guy on our list. And that's Ryan Tannehill. Tanny has not been getting a whole lot of love, even though he's been rostered in almost 70% of leagues. Um, and really because of weeks like last week, right. Or two weeks ago, rather, uh, against new England where he only put up 9.1 fantasy points. Um, he's not the flashiest of quarterbacks. He's had Derek Henry to basically carry him. Now without Henry, we're starting to see the cracks, I guess in the Tennessee offense. Um, but against the Jaguars, I mean, I'm noticing a theme in this, right, Justin, we've got the, the Jaguars, <laughs> the, the lions and the jets that they're going up against. How safe do we feel about starting Tannehill as a week 14 replacement?
1: Um, you know, it's, It's one of those things where, do you really feel safe with him? I mean, yeah, you usually feel safe that he's going to get you at least, you know, 12 to 15 points, right? You know, maybe he'll give you a 20-point game. You know, he should. But we got to remember, last time they played Houston, he also threw four picks. And Houston's nothing special on defense. I mean, they're a gritty bunch, but they're really nothing special. Um it worries me because Tan Hill still doesn't have A.J. Brown. Um, Anthony Ferkser has not stepped up as the tight end. You know, they got rid of Josh Reynolds. I think Julio is supposed to be back this week, but I don't think I can count on Julio anymore. Um, I, I don't have him rostered. I had him rostered in one league, and I kind of traded him away a long time ago. So I, to tell you the truth, Rod, I want to trust Ryan Tannehill because I was all on the Ryan Tannehill hype train this year. I was like, this guy is going to go crazy. He's going to do amazing stuff this year. He's just kind of, I mean, everything, like you said, Derrick Henry's crumbled. Oh, I mean, not crumbled, but he's injured, and the Titans have kind of crumbled as a team. Um, still, obviously, in the AFC South, I believe they're still the division leader. But uh, as far as, Fantasy playoffs go. I'm not trusting Ryan Tannehill.
0: And what's crazy is that I had Tannehill in a in a one quarterback league, and I've I've I don't know. I, I didn't do very well in that league. Obviously, uh, I did okay for a while, but then I just definitely had to not not put him in the starting lineup anymore. But interestingly enough. So the Jaguars have given up uh, six passing touchdowns over the last three games. Uh, they gave up two to Jimmy G. They gave up one to uh, Matt Ryan, and then they gave up three to Stafford last week. So uh, I just, I don't know. I, I know you're right. The, the weapons for Tannehill aren't necessarily there uh, like they used to be. And maybe Julio kind of can pick up the slack. Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, Tannehill, I would definitely start over Bridgewater. Uh, but again, Tannehill, nothing more to me than a super flex fill in. Um, and if the waiver wires picked thin and Tannehill is the top option on there, that's probably where I'm going.
1: Yeah, i hundred percent agree. I mean, if, if you're down to Ryan Tannehill or Mike Glennon on like a spot start with for Daniel Jones, yeah, you're, you're taking the bona fide guy who's a real quarterback. Um, I, my thing is with Tannehill, and I, maybe I'm approaching this from the wrong way. I'm looking at this from the, the QB1's perspective. I, if you're going into one QB league, I don't want any part of Tannehill. As far as a super Superflex league, you know, he can be there. Um, is he my prime option for it? No, but, I mean, I'll definitely – like roster him in that situation because i was in your same situation i had him as a, my qb1 and a one qb league and he just kind of got me onto a four game losing streak
0: <laughs> i'm telling you it hurts and then you just look at the bottom looking up so it happens really fast too life comes at you quick <sighs> Uh, all right, so speaking of the Titans, we'll stay there, uh, and we will talk about the man that has come in to replace, I guess, Derrick Henry, if anybody can ever do that, uh, and that's Dante Foreman. And look, he didn't do badly, I suppose, in, in fill-in situation. He got 19 carries, 109 yards, uh, and caught a target in that game. Didn't get really barely into double digits. Um, but again, when you're staring at, uh, being on a buy, look, I'm not saying Dante Foreman is going to be a Jonathan Taylor replacement, nor am I saying that he's going to, he may replace miles Gaskin. Um, and then maybe a Damian Harris or a Boston Scott. Uh, but if you're looking for somebody, a warm body to fill your running back position and you're stuck against the mm-hmm. wall, uh, you know, Dante Foreman is going to get some run in this, uh, in this Tennessee offense, right?
1: Oh yeah. And you know, you've been talking about the injury aspect of it, you know, and the buy aspect of it. You look at, look at Elijah Mitchell's and concussion protocol. He's been to this point, a league winner. You know, you look at Alvin Kamara, when is he coming back? You know, you look at a bunch of running backs that are kind of right now, Deandre Swift is another one who's been a league winner. If you had him in, you know, these are the guys that you're like kind of scrounging around trying to find a replacement for. And, Sometimes you don't come up with the handcuff. So what are you going to do? You're going to go out. You're going to find yourself the next best thing. Dante Foreman against the Jaguars. While I don't like the rest of his schedule because he's got to go against Pittsburgh and then he's got to go against the 49ers, not necessarily the two best guys or two best teams to run the ball on, but against the Jaguars, I like it. I like his day. I think that, you know, even if he doesn't get 100 yards, I think he'll get enough goal line carries to probably scamper for a touchdown or two. Um, I expect this game to be in the Titans control for most part, and maybe not even really need Tannehill to go over you know, 200, 250. So if, if that happens, it's probably gonna be a good day for Dontrell Hillard and it's probably gonna be a good day for Donta Foreman.
0: Yeah. And if you look back, I mean, Sonny Michelle touched him up, uh, for 120 yards uh, that he did to the Jaguars and yeah. got it in the end zone. Uh, you know, so if, if a guy like him, Cordero Patterson, not even a running back. <laughs> got 108 yards on the ground against these guys. Uh, they're prone right. to giving up the big games. So I have a feeling that uh, Dante Foreman may not get to 100 yards, but uh, even if he gets you 50 yards and a touchdown and a couple of catches, um, it could help limit the damage of what you're you're missing by having no Philadelphia running backs, no Indy running backs, and, and you know no Miami running backs.
1: So... Yeah. And it, and it like like we were talking about, like it's so helpful at this point to have anybody in because you know, you just named four teams that aren't gonna be there, not to mention the injuries that are going on right now. So you need somebody to slide in, Dante Foreman being a starter, that's a perfect slide in right there. Put him into your lineup and just kind of reap the rewards of a Jaguars matchup.
0: And we talk about it too, where Frankenstein in together a roster is the difference between winning a fantasy championship and not because again, you can't escape injuries. You can't escape buys and you're going to be fishing on the waiver wire for whatever you can find, whatever serviceable part you can find. And sometimes just not taking a zero in that position obviously could get you the win because you never know from week to week, which uh, star is going to not produce for your opponent. And, the fact that you have a guy that got you nine, ten fantasy points uh, it could be the difference between you winning and you not. So, and it's important, especially in this win or go home situation in the playoffs, uh, where where you need warm bodies in your roster spots. Uh, you hate you would hate to get this far into the fantasy season only to lose because you couldn't find somebody serviceable to put in your in your roster. So, um, speaking of someone serviceable. <laughs> Could that be Mark Ingram again? I know against Dallas he didn't do too well. Uh, but but Mark Ingram looking a little bit like the Mark Ingram of old in weeks 10 and 11 uh, with Camara out. But now, I mean, look, are we, are we on the Mark Ingram train again or not? Justin, please talk me down off of this. I don't want to do this. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: um... I'm certainly not on the Mark Ingram train, but I I can't deny a really good running matchup when I see one. Um, You know, for me, I'm going fingers crossed. Please, Alvin Kamara, practice this week, please. (laughs) Because I could use him in my lineup this week for sure. But if it comes down to Mark Ingram and you see that you're playing the Jets, yeah. You're, you're starting him, you're going, oh, God, please don't fumble the ball or please don't be the week that the Jets figure out how to defend the run game <laughs> <laughs> ah. because, you know, he offers, right? I think the biggest thing that Mark Ingram offers is obviously the goal line, goal line work, right? He's one of the best and one of the most consistent goal line runners going back to his day's first stint with New Orleans, And obviously, his fourteen-year break or his fourteen TD breakout with Baltimore, he's been a really good um, running back uh, from the twenty to the end zone. That's just where he makes his money. He makes his money on the five-yard line, making that burst through the defenders and scoring. So when you have somebody like that and you have a weak defense like the Jets, you kind of, if he's starting, you you go you cringe a little bit and you, you grind your teeth and you say, fine, I'm going to put you in. Because at the end of the day, if you don't put him in and he puts up 14 points on your bench, you're going to regret it, right? I mean, we've all had that, right? Where we we say, oh, shoot, we're playing with playing this guy, and we're like, is it a really good matchup? But we really don't ever trust this guy in fantasy. And then he pulls out something out of his butt, and he's like, 25 points. You're like, Oh man, now I just like look like an idiot,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and and that's rough because I've I've been for actually I've been I've been pretty much forced to start Mark Ingram in a couple of leagues, uh, up to and including uh, I think Scott Fishbowl in one. I I have a feeling that it was one or that or uh, Freeman, one of the two. I don't know. I had to start somebody. Uh, But when you look back at what the Jets have done, I mean they they gave up what 120 yards to Miles Sanders last week, uh, and then Kenneth Mm -hmm. Gainwell. 54 yards and a touchdown against him. Uh, you know, they've, yes. they've given up both huge games to Jonathan Taylor, that 172 yard game, but right behind him, Naeem, uh, Naeem Hines had 74 on the ground. So, I mean, you're right. This is a situation where even if Taysom Hill were to all of a sudden explode for hundred yards, that doesn't mean Mark Ingram can't go for 75 and two touchdowns.
1: Yeah. And That's the thing, right? The touchdowns. You want the touchdowns so much with Mark Ingram, but as you added, everybody is having a field day with this guy. Even the backups are having a field day with this guy. So, or with this team. So you can't. At that point, it's just plug him, play him, and you know turn away if you have to the screen because. I don't know if you watch Mark Ingram run. It's just not as graceful anymore.
0: No, <laughs> no. You certainly won't get the Jonathan Taylor warm and fuzzies, but you could very well get at least a third or two thirds of the production of Jonathan Taylor. And uh, again, if you're if you're really in desperate need of, of somebody uh, and you did not necessarily plan ahead and you're going to the waiver wire tonight uh, or, or even tomorrow if you find him on the uh, just nobody picked him up, um, Mark Ingram. Could be could be your guy. He's still out there in at least two out of three, or I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, seven or two, three out of ten teams. God, math is tough. He must be coming up on a break. Uh, he could be still available, or he could be have sitting on your bench all season long waiting for just this moment. So, uh, all right. Five down, five to go. Step away when we come back. We're going to try to help you out and win your fantasy matchup in week one, or at the very least, help you get to the fantasy playoffs in week 14 come on back College football's championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is almost upon us, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets for NCAA football, NFL concerts, NBA, and so much more. Very much looking forward to watching Fresno State take on UTEP in the New Mexico Bowl. I want to see Fresno State they go out with a win. I'm a little sad that they didn't get in a bigger bowl, uh, but excited for the New Mexico Bowl and it's time to get my tickets right? So I'm going to head over to TickPick and get those tickets because they got rid of all those awful service fees that all the other ticket sites charge and it lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their college football tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you a 110% of the difference in the purchase price. So visit TickPick today at TickPick Dot com slash SGP. That's tickpick.com SGP. I know you are already ready to win money and boost your odds because WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. So get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and so much more. WinBet also has some brand new bonuses that you can go and use on this Thursday night matchup between the Steelers and the Vikings. Lots of bets to be made on that game to keep it interesting. And if you're a new user, you can bet a $1, dollar, win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. And what's more, whatever your first wager is, WinBet's going to match it to So you bet $100, you're going to get $200 in a free bet. Just remember that max wager, $750, so the $1,500 match is in play. Great promos, odds, payouts happening all right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. You ready to play? Sign up today. You're going to receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. So bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com prize picks is the easy way to play daily fantasy it's daily fantasy simplified you pick two to five players and an over under on their projection and you can win up to 10 times on any entry use promo code sgp you're going to get a 100 deposit match up to 100 it's just you versus the projected numbers no middlemen no competitors just you and your knowledge PrizePix has a ton of stats to choose from, including yards, receptions, touchdowns, fantasy points, and so much more. Plus, it also allows you to enter in mixed sports entries. So you could take the overall LeBron and combine it with the under on Mahomes in the exact same entry. Not too many places that you can do that. Prize Picks offers every sport you can think of like NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. Plus, it has an award-winning, easy-to-use app, both on the App Store and Google Play. It is a 4.8-star rated in the App Store with rave reviews. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is literally that easy it's safe offers fast withdrawals and look i'm staring at a couple of prize picks props that i want to pick right now look i'm going to take ben roethlisberger under 240 and a half passing yards guy's arm is hurting Najee harris is probably going to get a ton more carries than he probably needs uh in this game and i think that's going to keep ben safely under the 240 mark and i'm also going to take justin jefferson over 85 and a half receiving yards this is kind of an easy one adam thielen expected to miss this game. So Justin Jefferson is about to see a boon against a uh, Pittsburgh Steelers offense that has been sort of soft against the past lately. So that's where my prize picks picks are going to be. Uh, You should see what yours are by heading over to prizepicks.com right now. Use that promo code SGP for the 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bet. If you are not using PropSwap, you are missing out. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit. PropSwap's gonna double it up to $500. Double the cash, say it with me, means double the odds. You love sports betting? I know you do. You need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every single day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. The average PropSwapper swapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on PropSwap. You could use an extra $500. I know you can, especially with the holidays coming up. Get on PropSwap. So get started today. Going to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Better fantasy is a new, a free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way. They're a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. So get in with their slick app. It's so fun to use. And one of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, which I am, you can get in on some of the bets on prop, uh, the prop bets on better fantasy plus they just added a cool bonus. If if you can get your entire league to join Better Fantasy, they're going to give the league a $150 gift card. Yeah, $150 gift card to get a sick-ass trophy from trophysmag.com. It's totally free to play, so download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at bedorfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. I want to know, when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social, right? Because when I picture sports betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing around bets in a speakeasy. Well, SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines for Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, all among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it is purely competitive. So next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's go back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And of course... Do not forget to download that SGPN app. It is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It gives you access to all of our picks and our podcasts just like this one. And while you're at it, toss this a show an app review. Let us know what you think. And of course, as always, download the SGPN app today. Back for more here on the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast with Justin Herrera of Dynasty Nerds, Belly Up Fantasy, Fantasy Pros, The guy that has been uh, talking me off the ledge on a couple of these guys that we're looking for to be week 14 heroes, quite possibly, as you enter the fantasy football playoffs uh, or looking to get in to the fantasy football playoffs. Uh, Yeah, man, Justin, I'm telling you a lot of names floating around this week because of uh, some big names on by. So uh, I'm hoping that we're helping the folks make some sense of, of what they're hearing out there.
1: Oh, that's what we're here for, right? help our friends and uh hinder our foes
0: (laughs) or just yeah hopefully the folks that are in our league don't listen to this and get our insight uh i know mine don't my friends don't like listening to me which is fine that's fine with me i don't care uh so all right let's move on to uh somebody that might be sitting on your bench i mean he is uh got picked up a lot when amari cooper went down Uh, And Michael Gallup is now rostered in uh, almost 75% of both Yahoo and ESPN uh, uh, leagues. And he's probably sitting there on your bench. And you could be very well without uh, some of your your favorite, like T.Y. Hilton. uh, Could be without Jalen Waddell. Could be without Kendrick Bourne uh, and Jacoby Myers uh, and, and those types of folks. So could Michael Gallup, Justin, be a guy Uh, that could help you if you are missing any one of those folks?
1: Uh, Yeah, of course. Um, I'm a a huge Michael Gallup guy. I think that this is a guy who's probably going to end up leaving Dallas and going and being a number one receiver somewhere else. He's just got all the raw talent that you need to be a good receiver in this league. Um, But on the fantasy perspective... I don't know about you, but I haven't seen the Dallas that I thought I was going to saw. I was going to see, you know, Zeke's kind of looking like a little bit, you know, like maybe a wheels loose or something, you know, he's he's just not looking like the normal guy out there. And this, this offense in general has just not been, you know, the heavy artillery that we thought it was going to be. Now we know the artillery is there, but they haven't been using it. So I think this is a, you know, a game that they finally, you know, kind of get things to going. And that means that I think everybody's going to taste of the puzzle or taste the pie in this one. Um, I know C.D. Lamb's for sure getting his targets. Um We know that Cooper had COVID, and that was kind of the reason that he was on a limited snap count because a lot of times when these guys come back from COVID, their conditioning is poor because they've been away from the facility for about two weeks. So, you know, they're not doing anything but recovering. So it's kind of something to monitor if Cooper's going 100% in practice. If he's doing a full practice, then, you know, maybe Gallup's numbers go back a little bit. If maybe he's more limited, maybe they're going to ease him back into this one again. You know, maybe give him 10% more of the snaps and stuff like that. Kind of, you know, just get him ready for the playoffs. or <laughs> uh, The playoffs that matter, the NFL playoffs, I guess. <laughs> but uh, to answer your question, Rod, yeah, I, I 100% go with Gallup. Because, you know, at this point, I think Dallas needs to start making a statement. And the best way that Dallas can make a statement is to use all their wide receivers Um this could mean that, you know, maybe the Dalton Schultz experience kind of gets brought back a little bit. I know he's been a very reliable guy in that offense, but um, you know, I I'm rolling with Gal I would roll with Gallup over a lot of those guys to begin with, but especially in this week, if you really need him, you know, maybe you had Devontae Smith in your wide receiver three position there. I'm definitely going and putting Michael Gallup in there and feeling confident that he could have at least 10 points.
0: I feel like the ceiling could very well be what we're chasing with Michael Gallup, especially if you are missing one of those receivers, because the floor makes me a little uncomfortable. Uh, You you could have double digit fantasies as the floor. But I mean, you know, again, like you said earlier with, with the Dallas Cowboys offense, you know, I feel like. Zeke's buffet privileges have been revoked and he he's no longer allowed to eat as much as he used to. Uh, and, and Pollard kind of bites into that as well too. Pollard coming out and really producing, I think has made, uh, Zeke a little less effective than he used to be. Um, but Dak is still putting it up and, and with Gallup being able to, to exploit some defenses, um, especially going against the football team. Look, they've been kind of stout, but I mean, I, I still think Gallup's ceiling, uh, is a lot you know, to chase after. So I think he might be a good, if he's been sitting on your bench and you're missing one of those other folks, uh, this is the week you're playing him, in my opinion. So
1: Yeah, it, and Gallup offers, like you said, he offers that ceiling play, but you got to remember a ceiling play for him could be, you know, he goes up, he's like Deshaun Jackson in the sense that he could change his entire outlook in one play, right? Mm-hmm. Which you know, I think that they could do in this game because one thing that you could really exploit in this defense is kind of it's secondary. You know, if you're going to have like a nickel corner or safety over the top of Michael Gallup, you know, this guy's fastest. I mean, I think he's faster than any of the receivers on that team, just pure like straightaway speed. But not to mention you got to handle CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper on the other side. It really does leave a disadvantage for whoever is guarding Michael Gallup and that's something that I think that, you know, Dap would love to exploit, especially like you said, in a divisional game where it really matters because let's face it. NFC East is always kind of like the, the shit show of the, <laughs> the league.
0: <laughs> it, I mean, it's not getting any better. Well, I don't know. It feels like it's getting competitive. At least it's a competitive one, <laughs> a competitive show year in year. It may not be good, but it, it's competitive. So, um, all right, let's move on because the next guy is another one that, uh, you know, is, is rostered in a lot of leagues. I'm not really quite sure exactly what his starting percentage is. I have to look it up. Uh, but, you know, he's coming in as the the wide receiver 22 as far as rank is concerned. So Elijah Moore uh, is going to be one of those guys where you're looking to him possibly to be a week 14 savior for you. Uh, double-digit fantasy points in, let's see, five out of his last six games uh looking really good lately and and really getting better. This week he draws a pretty decent Saints matchup. So, um thoughts on Elijah Moore, Justin?
1: Um so my biggest takeaway from this weekend is that Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson finally got a good game in together. Um so before this, I mean, you know, before the whole injury with Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore was, you know, he had a lot of potential but he's kind of what I would call like a, a second-half player. Like, you know, some rookies come in like Jamar Chase and take off right away and kind of peel off at the end when defenses start kind of figuring them out. But Elijah Moore kind of took his time, and now he's kind of fitness. He's getting his stride. And these are the type of guys you want on your team because these are the type of guys that are the J.K. Dobbins of last year where when he got his opportunities, he turned them into league-winning opportunities. That's for sure. But um so back to my point, last week getting that touchdown seventy plus yards with uh Zach Wilson, that was eye opening for me because before then he was getting these big games with Mike White, Joe Flacco, you know, his last week he had an okay game, but I think he only got like 46 yards or so, maybe like six receptions. So it was a 10 point game in PPR, but you know, it wasn't the game you were expecting from him coming off of all the big weeks that he had. So getting this big weekend, it makes me confident putting him in as at least a wide receiver three. Um, And yeah, like you said, like, you know, these, these are the playoff guys. These are the guys that are You're looking at, you're going, all right, let's go. I've got the right guys at the right time. I'm locked, loaded, and ready to go. I think Elijah Moore is 100% that guy. He's going to get you the wide receiver two numbers from a wide receiver three position in a couple of these weeks. And you're, you know, if you dropped him in the beginning of the year, you're going to be really sad. And if you picked him up and said, all right, fine, I got bench space and a little bit of wiggle room for uh, wins and losses. You are completely happy right now And you are ready for the playoffs if you have him Is I, what I'm saying I, I,
0: Yeah and it's true too because if you, if you think about it Look up until the bye week He hadn't done anything So that's probably when folks definitely Dropped him and said okay I'm moving on And then all of a sudden he comes on After the break after the uh, bye week and he's gangbusters, you know. So, mm-hmm. absolutely, if you if you picked him up, you've probably been rolling with him already. It's not, I mean, it's probably no secret. But if he's been on your bench and, and you've, you know, picked him up off waivers because somebody dropped him and you already had a pretty healthy wide receiving core and you were just sort of waiting and now all of a sudden you're without, you know, a, a, a Devontae Smith or... Um, you know, even a, i guess Kendrick Bourne. Jalen Waddle. Yeah, Jalen Waddle, especially, yeah. And and if you're like sitting there trying to figure out who to play, um and you're worried and you were worried maybe about Elijah Moore, I don't know why you would be, uh, we're telling you not to be. So fire up yeah. Elijah Moore. <laughs> Put
1: him in, guys. Put him in. Put him in. <laughs> put him in, and don't look back.
0: You didn't need. I don't think you needed us to tell you that, but maybe you did. Maybe you just needed a little push uh, in the right direction. Uh, but somebody that uh, you just put on my radar, Justin, because you're really high on him, and somebody you really want to talk about in this instance is Josh Reynolds, and for good reason because a lot of people uh, loved them. Some Josh Reynolds, they wanted Josh Reynolds to do well. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't pan out for the Lions and for Josh for the better part of uh, this season. Um, but that could be turning around who knows, Justin, I, I want you to tell me, uh, why you're so passionate about Josh Reynolds and why other folks should be too.
1: All right. So I'm so passionate about Josh Reynolds because I kept him on my dynasty team last year after, you know, he had 56 receptions, two touchdowns. I think he had like some words of six to 800 yards, but I was like, all right, this guy gets on a team in the off season. You know, he's going to have a shot at wide receiver too. Because, you know, he just – he runs great routes. He's just – for me, he's a nothing special type of guy. But in Detroit, they need somebody who can catch the ball. They've ran through Khalif Raymond. Amon Ross St. Brown finally showed up last week. You know, how many – or uh, Quintez Cephas. That's what – I was thinking Quez Watkins at first. But Quintez (laughs) Cephas. Interchangeable. He didn't pan out. You know, he got injured, unfortunately. They've been looking for somebody who can just go out there and catch the ball because DeAndre Swift is on, you know, he's injured right now. And he was probably their best, best pass catcher anyways on the team at that point. So they went out, they got somebody Jared Goff is familiar with. And that's the most important part for this connection right here. Familiarity. Remember, Jared Goff targeted this guy. 70 to 80 times last year. He was very, like, he liked this guy. He trusted him as the third wide receiver out there in Los Angeles. And I know Los Angeles liked him, too. They just had Van Jefferson, and they had other contracts to fulfill. So what I'm getting at here is two back-to-back double-digit performances. He has a touchdown in one of them. Jared Goff is starting to throw the ball a little bit better. And... You know, as far as, um, you know, wanting to get somebody right now on the waiver wire, this guy is probably the best one to go out and get because he might be a guaranteed locked in five to ten points. You know, if you're in the situation where we've been talking about this entire time, bye weeks, you need a player who you can say, okay, he'll go out and for sure get me five to ten, seven to ten, He's going to get at least three, four catches and maybe 40 yards on top of it. Josh Reynolds is your guy, and he might even sprinkle in a touchdown as we saw week or the first week with the Lions. You know, So that's why I'm really passionate about this guy because it's hard to find somebody on the waiver wires that's worth it right now, and I think he's at least worth a claim.
0: Well, and look, he's not even barely rostered at all. I mean, you want to talk about being able to find him on the wire, 4% Yahoo, 3% ESPN. So you will have zero trouble trying to find him on the waiver wire. Uh, and and I think you're absolutely right on that in that uh, this is a, a week in which um, you need somebody. And Josh Reynolds is probably going to end up being that person for you. They're playing the Broncos. So... Uh, they're going to have to keep pace with the Broncos, a pissed off Broncos team, by the way, uh, they're going to have to keep pace with them and the Broncos are pretty, you know, decent against the the past, but, uh, I think Detroit's going to have to throw the ball around and, and I like yeah. Josh Reynolds, just like you. I, I loved, uh, what I saw out of him earlier in his career, wish he could have gotten more run, uh, but maybe this is it. Maybe Detroit is the reemergence of Josh Reynolds especially with Jared Goff and the familiarity. So I like that call. Good job, Justin. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, thanks buddy. Thanks. Uh, no, <laughs> it's, it's actually, it's good because, uh, these are these, these kind of, uh, diamonds in the rough that I'm not sure too many other people are talking about. So Josh Reynolds is, is definitely a sneaky play. So, uh, if you grab him and, and your league mates are like, what are you doing? And you win the week. You could tell him, yeah, that was all Justin's call. Uh, But if you lose, just leave us alone. Uh all right. (laughs) Speaking of folks uh that could come in, Foster Moreau, uh Darren Waller, I I'm not quite sure exactly what his uh outlook is right now. I I think they're still um evaluating, but you gotta run waivers tonight, right? And if you're looking for a tight end uh to replace one of the ones that's on buy. Uh, Mo Cox. I don't know if you got Mo Cox. Gusecki, uh, Hunter Henry, John U. Smith, uh, or even, um, Dallas Goddard. Uh, this, this next guy, Foster Moreau could be that guy for you. It doesn't, again, it, most of these names kind of feel yucky to say it. Uh, but against the chiefs, we know the chiefs affinity to, to allow a lot of yards in the passing game. Uh, and you know that the Raiders going to be playing them hard. So what do you think about Foster there? Foster Moreau, Justin.
1: Um, you know what? I didn't like the way they used him last week because there were, they targeted him three times, but every one of them was a deep pass. And I kept on thinking to myself, why are they doing that? And it's because he's filling the Darren Waller role, right? Cause he's got to, but he's not nearly as fast as Darren Waller. And that's, that's my thing. Like, I'm like looking at this guy and I'm like, this is not somebody you want to send down the field, you know, because no offense, I mean, he's he's just not going to cover as much ground as Darren Waller is. Derek Carr is going to be throwing it. It's not going to be an accurate ball because it's going to be maybe a couple yards short. He's going to be reaching up with his arms instead of, you know, having it right there, you know, to, cat, to cradle into him. So I, I think that it's going to be all based on, you know, what goes down this week. You know, obviously, if Darren Muller is out, you can give him a shot. But, I mean, I don't know about Rod. You're closer to it than I am. You know, the Raiders, they give us these games where they're absolutely magnificent. Everybody's firing. And then they give us last week. And you're like, you're here, like the meme, the cat meme with the freaking shaved hands. Like, you're like, why? <laughs> like, what, what is this?
0: <laughs> and they've like, done it. Like, who yeah. are you? <laughs> they've done it. They've done it in the last five, I mean, five weeks alone, right? They had three straight losses. Then they beat Dallas. In a game where everybody was watching, and then they go and they lose to the Washington football team. It, it, yeah, it's, it leaves you head-scratching. Plus, they started out the season like men on fire, uh, obviously with, with, what, what five wins and two losses, and then they just collapsed after the bye. It, it's, I don't know. I, I don't get what's going on over there. But this week's going to be tough for them, too. They're playing the Chiefs, and it's always a tough game against the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, and you expect them to score, right? You expect them to want to score. They got to, like you were saying in the last game, you got to keep pace with the Chiefs. So, you know, you expect this to be, you know, a, a 30 20 range type of game for both, play, for both teams. So, how are you going to keep pace? You know, score touchdowns. Who's going to score them? You know, and, and I think, you know, the most maddening thing I think you can agree with this is. is who other than Hunter Renfro is worth starting in this team with confidence, right? Like can we can we say confidently Deshaun Jackson is going to get targeted deep? It I'm didn't happen the- last game. No. He only got targeted one time. <laughs> you know, after he blew up. After he blew up on the Cowboys, 102 yards, three receptions, 56-yard TD. He blew up and they said now we're just going to throw you a 14-yard a comeback route, and that's it. It's <laughs> just like, just like, come on, give me a little consistency. It, I don't know. I mean, I can see where Foster Moreau could be a good play because he's had two touchdown performances in this role before where, where he replaces Waller. But like I said, consistency is a big thing for me, especially in playoffs. So for that reason, I'm kind of out on him.
0: Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough sell for me too. I mean, he's, he's available if you really, really need him. Uh, the fantasy tight end position is just so, uh, it it is. it is, it is, it is, it is, especially with Darren Waller being drafted so early in, in most drafts and not producing to that, uh, that level. It's just frustrating. You could probably pass on Moreau. I don't, you know, just hopefully you hold your breath and do something better. Uh, but if you really need a body, He's there. Uh, One position we don't necessarily touch on a lot, but could uh, make the difference between you winning and losing as well as the DST position. Uh, And and that is where we're going to head now. And I I talk about this because, again, when you stream fantasy defenses, that's the way I go. And this is a claim that I'm definitely going to be putting in if they are out there. And that's the Panthers DST. They got the Falcons coming up. That is a very, very tasty matchup in my opinion uh i have a feeling that they're going to get after uh matt ryan and look if you bottle up uh um cordell patterson and keep pitts from catching a lot of passes i mean russell gage could burn you but there's not a lot there on that offense so this dst it could be a low scoring game with quite a few sacks and maybe a couple interceptions thrown in there
1: i love that take that's exactly how I feel about Carolina, and that is the reason why I kept Carolina on my <laughs> on my team. I just streamed uh, the Denver DST, which was not a good stream, but I streamed them and I kept Carolina, and I'm dropping Denver this week to get somebody else. But I mean that. I mean Carolina has it's been they have been straight up about what their game plan is. We are going to get into your backfield. We're going to make your quarterback unhappy, and we're going to make you beat us in the secondary. Their secondary is very underrated. Um, I honestly, I can't name a person on their secondary, but I just know that they've been pretty damn good.
0: (laughs) Hey, we don't spend a lot of time in IDP. <laughs> well
1: I'm not, I'm not gonna lie I was thinking about James Bradbury then I was just like he has moved on to the New York Giants
0: <laughs> I'm telling you IDP is not necessarily the strong suit, so don't worry about it us fantasy players spend more time thinking about offensive names than of the defense set <laughs> you get a pass
1: um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why we call him Streamy. <laughs> we, <just, laughs> we just go through him. We use them as we need him, right?
0: As we need him. We uh, well, look, and so look, if you look at the what even Matt Ryan has done in this instance, right? I mean, he's already thrown uh, in the last four games alone, he's thrown five interceptions. So uh, he's definitely prone to give the <laughs> ball away. He's been sacked. Oh, my God. He got sacked five times against Tampa Bay, four times against New England. Uh, so, you know, Matt Ryan is uh, the ideal fantasy quarterback to target uh, opposing DSTs, and Carolina gets him this week and probably available out there on your waiver wire because it's not a sexy defense name, uh, but one that could definitely get you the job done and not get you negative points. That's what you want out of a fantasy defense anymore, right? Just don't get you negative points.
1: Exactly. <laughs> as long as you don't hinder me, you are helping me. <laughs> exactly.
0: Pick up a couple of points along the way and don't give up too many. Uh, then I think you're good. Cause I mean, you got to look at it this way too. Uh, over the last three games uh, against New England, Atlanta got shut out against the Jaguars. They only scored 14 points against Tampa Bay. They scored 17 points. So not putting up a lot of points either and giving up a lot of points to fantasy defenses. So uh, go out and get yourselves a Panthers DST tonight, or hopefully nobody picked them up on the waiver wire and they're sitting there for you on Wednesday and or Thursday could be the difference between you taking them a fantasy championship or not in my opinion.
1: One quick word on that. Do not drop the dolphins. DST. Oh,
0: good call. If you have the dolphins, don't hold it. What What do they got coming up? What, what makes them a, a choice?
1: Well, I mean, they've just been good against everybody as of late. I mean, that secondary has been on fire. It started off, you know, Xavier Howard was battling injuries and battling management for a new contract. But, you know, ever since, geez, it's probably been since Tua came back, that defense has just been red hot. Um, I know I have them on one of my teams and, I've just been seeing double-digit point games the entire time. Um, last week, they only got nine points, but I was like, that's not bad. I mean, they got an interception. They got sacks. Um, but I think that's the most important thing for me is just these guys are heating up right now, and you don't want to drop a defense that's heating up because usually defenses are the – are when they're heating up, they tend to stay pretty hot. And if you really just need them for about a three-game stretch – I mean, I would I wouldn't drop them. I wouldn't, you know, worry about trying to go and pick up a streaming defense. I would just maybe drop like drop somebody that you don't need right now, maybe that third tight end or, you know, that running back that didn't work out.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh I love it. I love it. I love it. Good stuff, man. Uh Justin, we have reached the end. Did it feel like 10 players to you? No. <laughs> feels like i can go 10 more <laughs> uh, 10 more rounds 10 more rounds uh all right justin why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media and all over uh, your your fabulous writing and, and all that other good stuff
1: oh uh, yeah you can find me on twitter uh my uh twitter name is uh semtexmex93 uh you can also find my works at uh, bellyupfantasysports.com Uh, I work, I write for the dynasty nerds as well. I'm actually going to be starting a new series coming out. It's going to be called the rebuilds and renovations for dynasty teams. So that's kind of cool. I'm going to look into guys that you can start trading for to maybe like get your team to the next level and guys that you can start
0: rebuilding around. Nice stuff. I love it, man. I love having dynasties to, I'm going to pick your brain more offline. I've got my first uh, dynasty team that I drafted Uh, and it's competitive. It's in the playoffs, but I, I want, I don't, I don't want to just get in the playoffs. I want to dominate the playoffs. So uh, I'm definitely going to need your help coming up. Uh, all right, everybody. Again, uh, pay attention to the waiver wires. Pay attention to all of what's going on. Week 14 uh, is about to kick off on Thursday night. So we'll come back with another show then. But until then, uh, hopefully you are fully prepared for week 14. And, and, and while you're at it, head over to Prize Picks. Remember to use that promo code SGP for the 100% deposit bonus. Uh, pick those over-unders. Make yourself some money in the process. Uh, again, hopefully you have a profitable week 14. But we'll be back to talk to you before then. And until next episode. Oh, wait, by the way, this is episode 50, by the way. Thanks for hanging with me for 50 episodes. Unbelievable stuff. Here's the 50 more. Until next time, let it ride.